Welcome to Wildfire. I am Melanie, your host, boldly sharing my heart through my voice with you. May you find introspections from my words to help you on your own journey of self-discovery and speaking your own truth, so that we as a collective may benefit from you, the individual. Episode 3. We experienced our first new moon of the year this last weekend. Did anyone else feel extremely solemn in their own contemplations? I was visiting friends in California this weekend, and on the new moon, I felt a strong desire to take myself into the hills to think and explore. The sunshine was warm, and the hike was very quiet, and the views were incredible. I did end up calling a friend because I knew she'd get why these small things were making me so elated. I enjoy sharing the good in my life with the people in my circle just as much as I enjoy celebrating the goods in their lives. It doesn't have to be a big promotion or a new car but things like having your mom come over so you can take a break from the kids or finding a beautiful spot to do your morning routine in or having all your laundry put away or taking a small getaway to get perspective from your intense job or that you made your own kraut last week and can finally eat it. I love to acknowledge the little things with you. Maybe it's because I chose to live so simply. Maybe it's because simple things like working electricity garbage disposals, and flushing toilets make me so grateful. And I know to be able to even say those things is a huge privilege. To have such conveniences is a privilege for anyone. But I also know I am capable of living simply. When you take away these luxuries, your brain starts to focus on the little things going on in your life too. When I lived by candlelight, putting my boys to bed as the sun went down, I recognized how simplicity really quiets our brains. I had nothing else going on but to focus on the conversations I could have as my boys began to wind down, snuggle close to me, and fall asleep for the night. When I'd park up the hill on the farm, on nights I wasn't with my boys, I'd take the long walk through the property, down the hill into the valley, stopping to lay down and look at the clear Milky Way above me, reflect on the day, listen to a song, then arrive at the river, where this tiny seven-by-seven cabin was built. There was no electricity and no service. There was nothing to do but light candles, look at the moon, get comfy, crack open a book, and then pass out to the sound of the water, bamboo creaking, and frogs croaking. No matter what your goals are in life, no matter how you want to live, I can respect it. But I do think if you have the chance, you should take the leap to live this way for a time. Not just a three-day camping trip, not missionary work to a country to help for two weeks, but like you, stepping away from your normal, secure job, the comforts of your neighborhood, the privacy of your home, the daily conveniences we take for granted, to walk barefoot for a month, to wait for five other people to take a shower after a hard day's labor in the dirt, before you get to take yours, to make lunch for strangers, to learn how to be patient with old washing machines, hanging up everyone else's laundry before getting to yours. It's not that I want you to live in poverty. I don't want you to feel unsafe. Be smart about it. But I want you to calm your day down. I want you to work hard for the bigger picture of humanity. 
I want you raw and willing to learn these kinds of lessons. I want you to go to a place where you don't talk to anyone all day, if not for days even. Sit with yourself. Feel your demons and angels. The way I did it might not be for a lot of people. It wasn't even for me after a while. But when living on the island, I saw many different ways to learn these lessons. I want you to hear me when I say that there are versions that can work for you. To take at least a few weeks, if not more, to settle into what these days feel like. And then to get back to your life with a new perspective on what's really important and what you really need to be grateful for. I just saw a friend from Hawaii this weekend. He and his girlfriend are leaving for Colombia in a few months with no plans but to go south. When we were talking about it, she was saying how she was looking forward to the trip. But she was also looking forward to things she will learn so that when she comes back, she will have a greater dream for her home and her future. They get what I'm talking about. I love hearing these stories. I love being able to understand a bit about what that can do for your soul. I know you're thinking this is crazy. You have obligations, bills, kids, in-laws, a career, pets, insurance. The mail needs to get picked up. Bro, that's the point. Everyone will live. The world will keep turning. You'll get back to your bills before you know it. But bring your kids and your partner if you have one. Put it all in storage. Hold the Netflix. Holidays will be okay without you. And just go. You never know who you will meet or what hardships will prove to you you're much stronger than getting through two hours of traffic. You might even want to change your life when you get back. You can't even predict what you'll want changed. Set fire to the comforts you know. In one way or another, for whatever time period, but just set fire to living a normal life. You need this. We need this. The next generation needs this. Get out of the city. Get out of what your parents expect from you. Get out of yourself. This random kid I met was saying, but what if I like my job? Dude, you do not like your financial whatever job. You just don't even know an alternative yet. When new people would show up on the farm, scared and unsure, I'd tell them two things. One, you're here. You already did it. You took the leap. And two, don't think of much. Just get up, get to work on the land, sweat, shower, eat, go to bed, wake up sore, and do it all over again. Give it a few weeks. Set your intentions during this time, and the rewards will come to you. Don't worry. Your life will change. On the plane ride out to San Diego, I got to talk to these two guys I sat with. I brought the book I've been meaning to finish to read while I didn't have the kids or jobs to go to. But talking with them was cool, so I wasn't mad that I didn't get to my book. They both work hard in their own ways. They both have their struggles. Who doesn't? They both are on the other side of them, living and loving life. I'm a person to desire deep conversations and real talk. My love language is quality time. When the plane landed and we were gathering our things, I said, well, that was a really great conversation to have with strangers on a plane. Good job, you guys. And we all left with well wishes on our own journeys and smiles. One of the prompts in my friend's moon letters for this new moon 
was to reflect on if we please others too much, if we act a certain way for them, and how we can come back to our own authentic expression. I sat for a while under a tree on a hill in Temecula, really thinking about this one. In the last year, I came from really not knowing myself and doing what others wanted of me, mainly that being I'd just keep quiet. But I also took a lot of my attachments to what people thought of me into therapy. It's not their fault I'm like that. It's mine. But since then, I am now finding my written response to if I am a people pleaser be. Less so these days. Maybe I show too much of myself even. I am too trusting of my audience, understanding where I am coming from. But, oh well, this feels right to me. I'll suffer a consequence either way, I'm sure. So I'd rather feel good about being my true self, expressing my heart, than wondering who the fuck I am ever again. Another prompt was, how can we feel free? What would your answer be? Right now, mine is, speak my truth, share what's on my heart. I notice that I am happier when I am able to be free with who I am these days. It's a work in progress for sure. But when I can find people who can walk into those conversations with me, I really enjoy it. The less I am focused on other people and more on myself, the more open my heart is towards others' own paths. Funny how that's working for me. It feels lighter. It feels more authentic. And I feel like there is more opportunity to grow my own views. The reason this is on my heart so much is because it's new for me. I was with someone for 10 years. There's a lot to being in a relationship with someone for a long time, and I know that a long time is 10 years for me, but 10 years is minuscule for others. I think that right now, in this age, sticking it out past a few years is something, right or wrong. Two things I want to touch on about this, though. One, once we leave a relationship like that, we don't know who we are versus who we were as a couple. Wait, do I like peppermint or spearmint toothpaste? Maybe that's what I got because that's what they liked. (laughs) Taking influence was one of the things I learned about in couples therapy. Taking influence. So that means to absorb some of what, some of the other person's preferences or ideals or things they like. And it can be healthy. It can also not be healthy. That has taken me a while to look at. Maybe I wasn't as supportive as I thought I was. Maybe I became codependent so as not to rock the boat. I'm still working on this one. And the only way I think I am capable of working on it, making sure I don't bring it into the next relationship, is to be with myself for a while. I need to find out who I am as opposed to who we were. The second thing I wanted to touch on was a point Jordan Peterson made about long-term relationships. Somewhere either on his YouTube or podcast, he was saying how, and these are my thoughts on it, but when we understand the everyday mundane of our partners, when we finally got through the honeymoon phase, even after maybe we have kids and have our parenting style down, things become steady. Those things we think of about adapting to living with someone become second nature after a long time. And that's when couples start to get stir crazy That's when they feel bored. That's when they start complaining. But he says this is right where the real growth takes place. This is the mirroring. This is where 
because all the other things aren't distracting us anymore, we start to really see our true selves in each other. And he says this is where the work starts to become effective for longevity and actual partnership commitment of walking this life together. Getting through these moments, working through them, honoring the promise. In another podcast, he says, um, and let's see if these things can connect. Because for, for me, they do. But he says, once you built the habitual machinery, you want it to run automatically. If you're dancing and you get self-conscious, then you start to stumble over your feet. There's lots of things you don't want consciousness to do. Are you following with what I'm trying to connect here? Once the habits are in place, then we can flow into something grander. Once we've put the time into relationships to figure out the habitual patterns, behaviors, dislikes, likes, and then there's an opportunity to go more in-depth into something more meaningful. Our generations now are just so freaking lost. Originally, I said shallow, but that's too harsh. I think lost is a much better way to describe what I see in some people's eyes. I get it. I am right here with you. Um, Obviously, I say this as a generalization. There are incredible beings out there coming into consciousness and doing something about it. And it's so inspiring. But honestly, for the most part, especially if you get into the city with a lot of people, you see the crowd mentality more. And it's frustrating. The media, high school style politics, fast food, quick divorces. No wonder we aren't willing to do the work. We have no idea what the concept of allowing time and patience can do for us. And the real work comes with time. We are so incapable of giving it time. Freaking A, TV can't even let you watch a 30-minute show without a commercial. I hate television. So for us to be willing to step up to the length of a committed, lifelong relationship is fucking terrifying. But we aren't taught that when the going gets tough, that's when the real beauty comes through. That's the real of who we are. That's when we really understand each other and learn deeper things than how to pacify by getting the gift card to their favorite massage place. I desire this phase, but it takes time. And time is a hard one for me to give. I want it now. I want to know it'll be worth it now. I want to know if we will be okay in 10 years. I am working on it. The last three years helped me a lot. I know now that that's something I need to work on. Watching trees and crops grow from a tiny cakey or a baby, in soil, to taller than my cabin, and then reaping the rewards. It takes time and love and trust that they know what they are doing. I'd walk by the sugarcane rows every day. At least, at least three times they were harvested and started out as a cakey again. Three times I waited for them to grow full of nutrients before they were ready to be chopped down, washed, juiced, and drank oh so willingly. I felt how much they nourished my body, even more so when I was growing a baby and then healing from birth. Allowing the processes of cycles and growth and faith is something we can all learn from. So in this week's conclusion, I think we learned a few things. Simplify your life. It's better in the long run and it allows the time we all desire in order to really reflect. Relationships are hard and take time. Then when the time is put in, When the years have passed, that's when the true human-to-human work begins. 
and burn what you thought was normal. It's okay to take off. You'll find a new definition of your very own normal once you're somewhere else for a while. I hope that we can set authentic intentions in each phase of our lives. I hope we can have faith that those intentions will manifest on their own and then grow until the day comes when they speak to us. It's time. I'm ready for you to reap your rewards.